Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Delayed Effect once again. Um, as always, I'm your host of this Audible Magic Carpet Ride. I think I've called it that before. One too many times. <sighs> In any case, I'm Packy, and this is my little show. I'm trying to get back on a once-a-week basis here, even if I don't actually have a whole hell of a lot to talk about, which I don't think that I do for this one, so that about wraps it up, so for this week, no, <laughs> oh, I can't imagine, uh, what's going on everyone, how's your week do- doing, how's your week doing, <laughs> how's your week going, <sighs> It's been a pretty good week for me. Uh, went to a concert. Fought off some pretty bad anxiety. And... Had a pretty kick-ass weekend last weekend. Hmm. Do not like using the same word twice in a sentence. Last weekend was pretty cool. But before I get into all that, I feel like the last few episodes I have forgotten to mention that this show is proudly part of the Blood Pods Network. Yeah, in case you didn't know that. I don't have the little uh, tagline audio at the end. Uh, you know, the find more blood pods like this thing. You know, I, I don't have that anymore. I don't think. It it used to be, like, kind of meshed in with my outro music, but I got kind of tired of intro and outro music, at least mine. I, I, I You know, the intro music was pretty cool, but uh, the outro music was just a little, eh. I don't know, maybe it was cool. But... With this whole trying to um, kind of revive the show a little bit, I kind of want to make new intro and outro music. So uh, I I just I haven't really taken the time to plug the delay pedal much into the the Mustang because well it sounds pretty rocking just with a bunch of distortion and. <laughs> Distortion and delay pedals do not... They mix, but it's hard to make them mix well. Because if you're not careful, you could end up with a gnarly little... Uh, scratchy feedback loop of sorts, you know? <laughs> Depending on what settings you have on the pedal and everything, but... Um, speak <laughs> speaking of which... Last week's episode where I, I recorded myself playing the guitar. Um, I didn't even notice this until literally after I pressed stop. Like, just after. I looked down at the microphone, the the Sterling condenser mic that I had um, aimed towards, or at least I thought aimed towards the amp cab. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, the amp speaker. Um, I guess it's kind of, it's not really a cabinet. The cube, the amp cube, there we go. It's the little modular 
amplifier. Um, it was facing the wrong way. <laughs> so the funny thing about that microphone is, I mean, the front says Sterling, and it has the little cardioid logo right on the front, which should indicate this is the front of the microphone. But the exact opposite side of it has a logo of some sort too and like a little bit of writing. So if you're not looking at it closely enough, it's pretty easy to get it confused. And that I did. So if it sounded weird, like it, I don't know. I went back and listened to it. It wasn't bad, but you could tell it was not the direct signal. (laughs) It was definitely kind of an ambient sound, you know, from bouncing off this room and (laughs) i mean the the speaker the the amplifier was was facing the microphone so i mean for all intents and purposes if i mean if you picture let's see how, how can i put this if you have a flashlight shining in one direction that's not a good analogy metaphor. I don't even know the difference sometimes. Um, God, there's got to be a good way to describe this. Okay, if you have, if you have, let's say, let's say you have. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, I got this. Let's say you have an object sitting in the middle of the floor facing a certain direction from behind it you just spray it with a fire hose just i mean okay so the object is fastened to the ground it's not going to go anywhere the water is going to primarily get the back side of it wet yes the front of it is still going to get a little wet water is going to drip over the top of it it's going to drip you know the pressure is going to push it around the sides just a little bit it's not going to get completely wet but it's going to get a little wet right (laughs) kind of um better yet think of it like the room fills up with water from behind yeah like a wave is coming in there we go so the wave is going to wash over the back of it sure and then eventually it's going to envelop over the front of it It, the front of it's not primarily getting wet first as much as the back so if that made any sense (laughs) or if i'm if i haven't lost you yet that's that's how sound works with the microphone. I mean, that amp was up loud enough that the sound literally just kind of washed over the front of it and still picked up the sound, as well as the sound that traveled from the amplifier bouncing off the wall and back into the microphone. That worked, too. Um, that being said, that completely makes sense why I could hear myself so clearly in that microphone when I was talking into this one. Um, you know... Can you tell I'm a certified audio engineer? <laughs> I sure can't. Uh, that was a rough one. But, I mean, you know, you got to laugh at it. You just you live and learn. You know, even the greats still make mistakes. You don't hear about it because, you know, they probably don't tell anybody and tell stories that come up later. That sentence wasn't right. Until later, in like interviews and such, when, when the stories come up, Uh, sorry, my my phone went off. I was reading it. Ah, good pod, good pod. But yeah, so if it sounded weird, that's why. Um, one of these days, I will do a proper demo with the microphone facing the right way, 
I would love to have a like a stereo mic set up on it, but in order to do that, I couldn't speak. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could. I just have to yell, and it would get picked up from what would sound like across the room. The condenser mic would pick up my voice just fine. The dynamic wouldn't. This thing's pretty one-directional and doesn't have a very good pickup from a great distance. At least in terms of a voice, because the voice is like a certain frequency range that doesn't travel very well, unless I'm shouting. Unless I'm literally shouting in the room the entire time, then it'll pick it up just fine because it needs to pick up like a, a lot of analog input at once. And an amplifier has the, the ability to do that much more than a voice, at least my voice anyway, because my voice doesn't travel very well. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty monotone sometimes. It's uh it just it doesn't carry. It can. I can make it carry, sure, but unless you're like right in front of me, you're really probably not gonna hear what I'm saying. And even then I'll probably just mumble it to you. But oh well. What are you gonna do? I'm thirsty. I'm gonna take a drink. My sweet water bottle. This thing is so cool. Got it at Target for like twelve bucks. It's a twenty-four ounce water bottle. It's got a little button that pops the the spout up, and it looks it it raises slowly, so it looks like it's on like some kind of a hydraulic system. Even though I know it's clearly not, but it just kind of goes, and it's a little wide mouth sipping straw, and it, and it's got the straw that goes down, so you don't have to tilt it up. And then you push it back down, it locks in place, and then it actually has a little lock on it, so you can't accidentally open it, which is cool, even though it doesn't pour out. But, you know, and then it's got a, like a little carabiner clip, style clip on it, so you can put it on your belt loop or your fanny pack or your bike handle. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it, but it's cool because... um I do like clipping it onto my belt loop, actually. It's kind of nice. The side belt loop. I learned not to do it on the front one after the time that it flung while I was walking. And then as it's clipped to my belt, or my loop, rather, on my jeans, it flings as far as it can one way and then back in the opposite direction. Yeah, right into the boys, so... It uh, wasn't very good. But, you know, like I said, live and learn. I'm a shitty human being. I might as well be a shitty audio engineer, too. I don't know where I'm going with that. It's not true. I'm not that shitty. Only semi-shitty sometimes. <laughs> um, What happened last weekend? After I, rec- I recorded on Friday because I had the day off. And then... What did we do? Oh, yeah, duh. Um, we Saturday, we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. That was actually really good. Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid. I'm, I never really knew why. It's just it's the one I watched the most next to The Little Mermaid and Robin Hood and The Great Mouse Detective and 
<sighs> ones like that. Rescuers Down Under. I think that was Disney. But yeah, we, we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. I bought tickets for myself, my girlfriend, her best friend, her best friend's two kids, and then and girlfriend's mom and stepdad. And it was pretty cool. We had like the whole second row of the theater pretty much for us. There was like two people on, no, four people, two on either side. But we had like the whole middle of that row. And that was, and they're really comfy uh, reclining seats. They have like a little electronic button you press and it just kind of goes me and the, the fucking leg part kicks up and the seat starts reclining back and you're just like fucking golden. Um, movie was really good though. It's very true to the the movie, the original movie, and the story, with a few added parts. And I don't know, just everybody did really well with their job. Luke Evans was great as Gaston. You just loved to hate him. Emma Watson did fantastic as Belle. Um, I forget the guy's name that did Beast, but <laughs> I was I was actually really blown away by how well they did the the Beast. I mean. It, even more so the the furniture throughout the house like Lumiere and uh, Cogsworth and Chip and Mrs. Potts and all them they all I I didn't know how they were going to do it I was afraid it was going to come off too cartoony but they found a way to make it actually look like these pieces of furniture came to life but not in a weird like stop motion herky jerky kind of way and then when they all kind of you know lost their being alive for a minute. Spoilers, kind of. Isn't that part of the original story? I don't remember. It's been a long time. Well, I guess not a long time since I've seen the movie, but um, I don't retain stories like I used to. <laughs> like people are like, oh, have you seen this movie? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. A long time ago. And then I don't remember it at all. But so how did I know it? was true to the original movie. Oh, because everyone said it did. Okay. Or everyone said it was. Um <laughs> but when when they all did the thing um where they turned back into their respective pieces of furniture <laughs> they you know like Lumiere just became a candlestick again. Or a candelabra rather. But it it's it's like you could see kind of where he was in there before and then, but it was it was just a candelabra just standing there. But you could kind of see like the outline of where his face would have been had he been alive again, and and it was just really cool. Hmm. And oh yeah, um, Ewan McGregor playing Lumiere was fantastic. Ian McKellen as Cogsworth was great. Um, I forget the lady's name played Mrs. Potts she was oh god what was she in she was in Love Actually played Alan Rickman's character's wife that he was uh, that's gonna bug me oh well you know what I'm just gonna let it go cause I don't need to know (laughs) I don't need to be that on top of it. I can just let this go. I don't have to be that anal about everything. Um, But yeah, it was a really fucking good movie. And there's some really awesome trailers. One for a movie, I think it's called like Coco. 
it was a it's from the people that made um up and finding dory i think it's pixar isn't it toy story uh it's a great looking movie about a kid that reveres this local legend that's a like it looks like a a spanish you know mariachi uh, guitarist and the kid like breaks into his crypt and goes to grab his guitar and then like plays it and the shockwave comes out but all of a sudden he's part of the spirit world and he goes out and he looks and he sees the spirit world and it's just all these vibrant colors everywhere i'm just like and the kid's like playing guitar in it and the fingers are matching up perfectly and like that shit attention to that kind of detail just I, I love that so much. So I'm going to go see the shit out of that movie. Um, there's a trailer for Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm I'm really interested in this because I watched the shit out of that when I was a kid. That, that was my fucking jam. You know, I'd get home from school, watch some Power Rangers. I didn't really follow much of the, the series after that, like the Ninja Storm and SPD or whatever the fuck those other ones are called now I, I watched the originals and then after that i grew up but <laughs> um it's i don't know it just looks kind of cool they they found a way to modernize it a little bit make it a little looks a little edgier um brian cranston's fucking incredible so him as zordon should be cool i'd love elizabeth banks so as rita repulsa that should be great and bill Hader's alpha five i mean Alpha looks weird as as more of an alien than a robot, but I'll give it a shot. I mean, can't be any worse than the Ninja Turtles movies. I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually like those. I didn't think I was going to like them at all because anything Michael Bay touches just turns to shit. I mean, look at the Transformers movies. Those are awful. Maybe the first one is okay, but... Let's be real. Once they killed Ironhide, I was I was done. <laughs> um, oh, and there was a trailer for another one of those pieces of garbage. So you know, great. I'd rather he just keep making the Ninja Turtles movies because at least he made Bebop and Rocksteady look like they did in the original cartoons, and then Krang looked fucking rad too. I love Stephen Amell as Casey Jones, Megan Fox, and you know she's eye candy for those movies, but. Then the turtles. I mean, they're clearly not real, but, <laughs> you know, they look more like mutations, and I think that's pretty sweet. That's an interesting take. At least he didn't make them from space like he was planning before. <laughs> they're mutant ninja turtles, not alien. So, whatever. Digression aside. Um, yeah, I, I'll go check out Power Rangers. <laughs> it looks pretty good. I don't have a lot of high hopes for it, so maybe I'll just be whelmed. <laughs> Not overwhelmed, underwhelmed, I'll just be whelmed. <laughs> uh, but no, it was great. It was a good time. And then we went back to um, my girlfriend's mom's house, had a little fire outside, sat beside it, we all sat around, drank some coffee, laughed talked it's a good time and then what did we do sunday did we do anything i trying to remember fuck i don't remember <laughs> uh i woke up 
late, slept in because you know late night before and everything. Um, it wasn't really a late night, but sleeping in was good. Uh, God, I don't really remember. Oh, did we go over to her other best friend's house? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm drawing a fucking blank. No wonder I can't remember movies when I was a kid. I can't remember things that happened last fucking weekend. But all I know is we did have a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. And then Monday rolled around and nobody wanted to go to work, but we did anyway. Tuesday came on, though. <coughs> Excuse me. And we were all pretty excited because my girlfriend, her best friend, the one with the two kids that went to Beauty and the Beast, um, just her, not with her kids this time, the three of us went and saw Panic at the Disco up at the Wamu Theater in Seattle, which turns out does not stand for Washington Mutual like I thought it did. It just stands for uh, Washington Music Theater. <laughs> Go figure. Great little venue. Um, I mean, I say little because, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't like stadium big. There was a huge pit, you know, like like with Blink-182, we stood by the sound booth, so we got the best fucking sound in the whole, you know, fucking show. Um, <laughs> but the place was, was bigger than I thought it would be, but also smaller. I didn't expect it to be so... How am I going to put this? The, I just didn't expect it to be the size it was. I mean, I there was a lot of people. I don't know how many. But the, there was more standing space than there were seats. But it looked like there were probably about 10 to 12 rows. But even the last row is still a really good view of the stage. That was a cool little venue. Um, but yeah, it was a great fucking show. We didn't watch any of the opening bands. Uh, there was... Saints Motel and Saint Motel and Mr. Wives. I don't know. I've I've heard Saint Motel before. They're they're not bad, and they did a really good job from what I heard. But I had no interest in seeing any of them. I'm just out there for Panic at the Disco, and fuck, he did great. I say he because it's really Brendan at the Uri at this point. But um, <laughs> uh, my my girlfriend's best friend did up a little guy liner for me. Because it's just you know very apropos for the the setting and the theme of of that band and the place we were at. So um, yeah, I had a little bit of the guideliner going on, pretty thick. That was cool. And that was it was great. We had a lot of fun. I mean, we got these sweet little glowing horns that. <laughs> Let's say Panic at the Disco on the top, and they're blue. That was cool. I got a really sweet pullover sweatshirt from the merch booth and some wristbands. And, yeah, it was, it was great. Brendan did an awesome job. That dude has a phenomenal voice. Like, say what you will about the music. If you're not a fan, that's fine. But you really got to give it up to the guy for his voice. I mean especially on this latest album. You know, if you listen to the song Death of a Bachelor, you can tell he's like channeling like Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin, you know, that that old school like swinger jazz like that. Like he's really able to hit that crooner status. But at the same time, he can hit 
notes that belong to songs by Freddie Mercury. I'm dancing around that very carefully because I'm not comparing him to Freddie Mercury because there's nobody that can come close to that. But when he did Bohemian Rhapsody in the concert, he did a really good job. And he was sick. He said five minutes before the show, he couldn't even hit a note. He could barely talk. And then he came out and he just started belting out the music. And he's fucking sick with like a fever of like 100 or 103 or something. I don't know. <laughs> he fucking rocked the show. And, and still hit notes like that. I mean, he's got an incredible range. He can get really deep with it. He can hit that falsetto. And God, it's very impressive. And then Yeah, sorry, check my phone again. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean he's it was great. He did an amazing job and I uh honestly couldn't believe it. I really need to not look at my phone while I'm doing this. Um, uh, sorry, uh, bad pod, but yeah, so I mean, that was, that was awesome. It was a good time. It took me forever to get back home because being said, I lived down in Puyallup and the show was in Seattle. It was like driving home from work, except without the traffic, which was really nice, but I had to wait for the parking garage to empty, which took 45 minutes. <laughs> I didn't even bother trying to like worm my way out. I'm just like, I'm just going to wait. I waited for all the people to get out, so I sat and played on my phone for a little bit and then bolted home. That was fun. Um, didn't have class this week because my schedule got all messed up with that, and I got super fucking busy at work, and I just I lost track of time and forgot to email my teacher, and any time I thought about it, I wasn't in a position to do it. And, and it's like the way it went with how it went last week, how I went and I was super tired. I was like, uh, I just, I don't want to do that. I want to go when I'm feeling good about going, you know? So next week for sure. Um, didn't have therapy this week because of the concert. Normally I have uh, sessions on Tuesday nights, but I told him last week, like, Hey, I got a concert. And he's like, well, clearly you're going to have to cancel that and come to my meeting. <laughs> Um, jokingly, of course. So we just put it off for two weeks, which has been interesting. It's, I, I kind of grew accustomed a little bit to having that night to vent, you know, it was a really big help and I didn't have that this week. So I was, I had to fight this shit off on my own and it took me a couple days. I mean, I, I was really wallowing in it there for <laughs> for a little while. Like the concert was a nice reprieve, but before it and after it, I was like, I, I had this weight just coming down on me. You know, it's it's unnecessary, stupid bullshit. You know, it's I get into that mindset. It's like I just tell myself this, and then I just focus so much on it. <sighs> I think that's generalization according to that book I'm reading. It's not a good thing to do. You just, you just... In fact, let's fucking look. I have it in my plastic bag for some reason. 
rental car. I'm trying not to scuff it up too much, so I'm just fuck off me. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to scuff up the rental car too much, so uh, I just keep everything in bags. <laughs> um, let's see. Yes, that's it. Diagnosing? No, not that far. Here we go. Nope, wait, that's not quite it. Nope, that's the score. Ah, here we go. Um. Generalization. You see a single negative event as a never-ending pattern of defeat. Nope, that's not correct. What I was doing was... Um, mental filter is where you pick out one single negative detail and dwell on it exclusively so that your vision of all reality becomes darkened like the drop of ink that colors the entire beaker of water. Why a beaker? Why not a bowl? Why not a cup? <laughs> See, there I go again, focusing on the one negative detail. That's what I was doing. I was just focusing so much on something negative and I couldn't bring myself out of it. And I didn't know what to do. I, Thankfully, I had a, a friend that I reached out to. It was very nice in helping me. So, yeah, gassy. <laughs> um, but if you're listening, dear friend of mine, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, it's nice to have someone to talk to that understands it on not just a, a level of, you know, oh, I'm your friend, I'll help you out, but, you know, of also feeling this same shit. <laughs> That's just, it's nice to know, you know, that I'm not alone. You know, it's kind of cliche, but misery really does love company. I guess we should start a factory that makes misery. Oh, syndicated incorporate no frustrated incorporated that's <laughs> the weird al version syndicated incorporated <laughs> that's funny um that's crazy weird al's fucking music just always gets right in the way uh, every time um but yeah so that was an unfortunate setback but today today was great Actually, towards uh, halfway through yesterday and today, just feel great. Feels really good. Nothing weighing me down. Was able to focus on work. Got a lot of shit done. Got some really big compliments about my new level of efficiency at work from my boss. So that's cool. Uh, one of my coworkers has been helping me out with setting up spreadsheets to help me maintain my information of the the stuff I'm working on. Because we, we have a lot of units coming in that are bad, you know, or need repairs, maybe. So I have to diagnose them, but there's such a high volume that I had to come up with a way to keep track of everything I'm working on. And my one of my coworkers helped me out set up this really sweet spreadsheet. And, and even today, he helped me immensely by coming up with a way to take what inventory I have 
and find out its history with just by scanning the barcode into Excel. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. It's really helpful. It's going to save me so much time. Um, and then I've been doing really good at ping pong this week, too. <laughs> I play ping pong in my breaks. I don't know if I've said that before, but... Uh, 15 minute breaks and then sometimes at lunch too uh, we play ping pong and it's me the guy that was helping me with the spreadsheets uh, one of our other guys in shipping and then my temp in the in the lab as we call it you know we're we're the lab boys and my temp is the boss's niece actually and she comes back and plays she's been getting really good ever since she started playing Um, but <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun we get friendly competition going on um <laughs> the the receiving guy the one that helped me with the spreadsheet he built this sweet little stand out of some old boxes that has slits cut out in it so it holds all the paddles nicely and has a couple boxes on top that hold all the balls that we have because we bought like a pack of 50s because we keep losing them in the like since i started working there i bought probably th- three packs of six so about 18 maybe even 24 uh packs of balls and we've lost them all we've broken some of them you know we just hit it too hard and crack them or step on them or whatever or they just get lost in in the racks you know so we we bought a pack of 50 and we're down to half of them because <laughs> the other ones are lost somewhere uh that's funny but it's it's a lot of fun, especially when we get really into it. We're we're really learning how to like spin the ball and alter the trajectory so that when it hits the table, it bounces a certain way. And uh, my coworker can hit the ball from like ground level away from the table, and it curves in the air and bounces back on the table. <laughs> He's getting really good at that, and it's so much fun. Um, but yeah. Might make a little impromptu trip down to Oregon this weekend. Um, not going to spill any of the details as to why on here. But I'm going to go see my best friend. Yeah, Saturday night. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to go hang out old school style. So that'll be cool. Uh, and then chiropractor appointment tomorrow. One last day at work. Call it good. Like we're going to go kick it over at girlfriend's best friend's house tomorrow night as per the norm for a Friday. And then, yeah, see where the weekend takes us from there. That's about all I got. Uh, the car. Oh, yeah. So I still have the rental car. Um, oh my God, today, <laughs> today, and like I get in my car and it's like, you have like 60 something miles to get home on this, on what's left of your gas. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can make that. Cause it's like a, at most a 40 mile drive. I get like back at least in town, like I'm nearing my exit and it's just backed up for like half a mile and it just stopped. And I look down and it's like, all it says is low. The blips for the gas tank are gone and it just says low. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I've never seen it like that before. I'm sitting there in the traffic. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, move, 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 move. 
So I'm like, fine, I'll just get to the right up here and I'll just turn right and go to that gas station. Nobody would fucking let me in. I sat there with my blinker on for like three minutes and people were just like, nah, they just kept like moving forward. And I'm like, really people? Fine. So what I ended up doing is the, the two lanes, they turned left and I just like cut over when I saw an, a, a gap that was big enough for my rental car and cut over and then took a ride in the gas station. I filled it up. It put over 11 gallons in that gas tank. I, I've never seen it go past like nine and a half because <laughs> my Yaris has like a, I think it's an 11 and a half gallon tank in it, but I never let it get that low. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, really pushing it. Um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But I did get word this week that the parts for my car are supposed to be in. I guess they're going to go through with the repairs, which kind of sucks because, like, the, t- the, the total amount of the two claims together totals out the car. But my insurance provider is saying, nah, we're going to treat it like two separate things completely. So, fuck. <laughs> They're not they're not lumping it together as one big sum. They're treating it as two separate transactions. So that kind of sucks. I was really kind of hoping. I mean, I love my car. Don't get me wrong. But, Jesus, it's time for an upgrade. And I was talking to Joe about it tonight on Snapchat. Joe from Podblocked and 742 Evergreen Terrace and the Blood Pods Network. Driving with Joe. Do it your damn self. Two little defunct side shows he did that were pretty good especially do it your damn self. That was actually cool because I was getting like renovation tips and stuff like that. But I, I have Joe as a friend, so I can just ask him these things too. Um, but I was talking to him about it. You know, he was saying, Hey, maybe something like a civic, you know, an old, old civic of some sort. Um, would do great or like an Acura or a Lexus, you know, something that's just like four to six years old. So it's like, under 10 grand and this, this and that. And it's not a bad idea, honestly. And if my car gets all fixed up, then it's going to look great. You know, it's going to at least have some resale value, trade in value of some sort. So there is that. Nope. Missed call from my love. Oh, girlfriend called. You got to wait. I'm podcasting, baby. <laughs> I should let her know. I will text her right quick. Excuse me for another delay here. In delayed effect. Ah. Um. Uh. Shit. Yeah. So. The the parts for my car are supposed to be in tomorrow, actually, and they're going to start the repairs next week. So the lady said probably by next Friday I'll have my car back, which kind of sucks because I love this rental car. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, Zach was at uh, Blink-182 show tonight, his second one from this album, which is cool because Blink went on tour, went on tour, went in the studio, recorded the deluxe version of California, which is essentially just like another album that lumps together with the first one, making it like a, a two-banger. 
and then went on tour again. And fuckers are not coming up to the Northwest, but they sure shit went through Texas again. So Zach actually said Casey got him some free tickets. I think he said that she got like eight free tickets or something. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I wish you would have like lived closer so we could have gone. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Him and I go into a show together, but, um, Odds are we'll probably do another bunny hole soon because of that. So that's good. Gives us something to talk about. The last one we did was pretty great. It was nice to get back in the back. I want to say back. I was going to say back in the studio with Zach, but back, you know, in the Skype call. We didn't even do Skype because my Wi Fi here sucks so bad that um, <laughs> he had to call me on my phone and then we just recorded that way, which we're probably going to have to do it that way again until. We can get our internet fixed here, but for now, we have a method to perform our madness, so that's pretty cool. So, who knows? Maybe we'll do another one soon. It was really cool to talk to him, and we we still text quite a bit, but to get back on, you know, on the horn with him, as it were, was pretty fucking rad. It's just, it feels good to get back into podcasting. Um, speaking of which, too, it sounds like Tangent Bounds having a bit of a rough patch with a service provider. Um, Mark's doing a thing where he's building up a whole new website on a different server. All of 8-Bit PackyCast is going to be gone. Um, It's not dead. I'm still not allowing it to die, but I'm debating a nice little uh, reboot. I think it would be a cool actual literal term for it um i'm picturing like you know packy cast rebooted or just 8-bit rebooted or something because i, I want to get back into doing that one too you know i've been really really good with getting this one going and you know it's like once i sit down and start talking i just i love this and then i got back into doing down the bunny hole at least one episode with zach and i'm already talking about maybe we'll do another one so maybe i'll try and do 8-bit again um <laughs> I'll I'll say try just because I don't want to burn myself out. I don't know if that's what happened or if I just got into the <clears throat> into the groove of not podcasting that <laughs> that I kind of fell out of it. You know, it's like 8-bit was going along great. Down the Bunny Hill was going along great. And then I got in that relationship two years ago. And then it, everything just tanked from there. And I never recovered. Delayed Effect was kind of born out of that because... 8-bit just became me talking about why I wasn't podcasting and then that kind of transitioned into me just talking about my life but then that's not what 8-bit was about so that's where delayed effect came from it was born out of the desire for me to just want to talk about what's going on and then at the same time I'm like well I'm going to get into the music career or the you know the music field somehow and then that moved me up here but then moving up here I didn't have my own space to do this even though I lived in the shed for a while it it was very demoralizing out there <laughs> you know it's like last thing I want to do is sit and record and I didn't even have internet out there for the longest time so if I was going to record then I'd have to walk through the grass probably in the rain carrying my computer to go upload an episode just to walk back out <laughs> it's like fucking A so now that I have this space my own little studio space this this is comfy and I can get back into this which is good because podcasting is what got me here in the first place and I don't want to lose it so keep on listening would you and there's still a podcast coming soon 
with uh, my girlfriend and her best friends because that's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, I'm thinking what I'm going to do is just release it as an episode of this show and see how it goes. And if we like it and if all two of my listeners like it, then we'll keep doing it and we'll make it into its own show. And obviously I'll probably put it on Zach's network just because that's where this one's from. No offense to Tangent Bound or anything, but you guys got enough shows. <laughs> Bloodbots needs a little bit more activity, as it were. So, oh, man, neck just popped. That felt good. But anyway, it's almost 11 o'clock here, and I got to get my happy ass to bed because I feel like I'm kind of fighting off a head cold, and I want it gone by the morning. So, sleep is just what the doctor ordered. So, on that note, uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can find this at the Blog Pods Network, de.blogpods.com. Even though I'm technically hosted by podcast.com, I still make an effort to make a blog entry on Blog Pods just to at least direct you to the podcast website. Um, Facebook is there. There's a Twitter, but to be honest, I deleted Twitter a long time ago. Um, Snapchat is always a good choice. Um, Packy Chu on Snapchat, P A C K I E C H U. Uh, Facebook, I think, is D Effect Pod. You just type in Delayed Effect, you'll find it, I'm sure. There's also a band with the name Delayed Effect, but they haven't done anything since like 2012, so fuck them. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're from that band, fuck you. Sorry. It's mine now. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, don't sue me. Um, anyway, all right, I'm out. So, uh, have a good night. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Be good to your bodies. Not saying the outline. Outline? Outro? Tagline? Whatever you call it. Sign off. That's the one. I don't do that anymore. Later, taters.